Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Last week, we tackled the key of F major, focusing on harmonic development. Well, based on last month's experience, you know exactly what's next. An extensive workout in the key of F major, melodically. So today, you are going to discover a key of F major melodic workout. You are going to learn how to think within the key of F major melodically. And you are going to play the modes of the key of F major using ascending and descending scale and arpeggio motion, launching from various entry points, the root, third, fifth, seventh. And on top of all that, you are going to play melodic lines using various whole note, half note, and quarter note rhythms played over the 2-5-1 progression. So as I always like to say, regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, or even if you are an experienced professional, you will find this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson exploring a key of F major melodic workout to be very beneficial. If you are a new listener to the Jazz Piano Skills podcast, if you are new to Jazz Piano Skills, I want to personally invite you to become a Jazz Piano Skills member. Visit jazzpianoskills.com to learn more about all of the jazz educational resources, the materials, the services that are available to help you become an accomplished jazz pianist. For example, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, you have access to all of the educational podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, the play-alongs that I develop, I produce, and make available for each and every podcast episode each and every week. These are invaluable tools that you want to have at your fingertips when listening to the podcast episode, and of course you want to have at your fingertips while practicing at the piano as well. You also, as a Jazz Panel Skills member, have access to the Sequential Jazz Piano Curriculum, which is loaded with comprehensive courses, all of them using a self-paced format. There are educational talks to enjoy, interactive media, video demonstrations of the jazz piano skill in all 12 keys, play-alongs, and much, much more. As a Jazz Piano Skills member, on top of that, you also have access to the online weekly masterclasses. You have a reserved seat, which uh, these masterclasses, in essence, are one-hour online lesson with me each and every week. You also have access to the Jazz Piano Skills private community, which hosts a variety of engaging forums, podcast-specific forums, course-specific forums, and, of course, just general jazz piano forums as well. And last but certainly not least, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, you can enjoy unlimited private, personal, and professional educational support with me, provided by me, whenever and as often as you need it. So again, take a few minutes, visit jazzpianoskills.com to learn more about all of the educational opportunities that await you and how to easily activate your membership. There are several plans to choose from, so I'm confident there's going to be one that's perfect for you. So if you have any questions, once you look everything over, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to reach out to me and let me know. I'm always happy to help you, spend some time with you, and help in any way that I possibly can. Okay, let's discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Let's get after this key of F major melodic workout. Okay, now, after completing the harmonic workout for the key of C major last month and the key of F major last week, you now know that our harmonic workouts thoroughly explore four types of voicings, our blocks, traditional shells, contemporary shells, and classic two-handed structures. We utilize various exercises in both of those workout, workouts, we utilized various exercises to help us gain a functional command of these essential shapes and sounds for each chord of the key, right? So seven chords in all. 
the one major seven, the two minor seven, the three minor seven, the four major seven, five dominant seven, six minor seven, and seven half diminished. Well, this format will remain the same for all of our harmonic workouts throughout the entire year. 12 total, right? One for each of our major keys. But as you discovered last week, I will always be adding a new twist to each harmonic workout that incorporates the application of rhythm. Why? Well, because without the application of rhythm to our harmonic structures, chords, and without the application of rhythm to our melodic structures, scales and arpeggios, then our harmony and melody simply remain sound. They never become music. It's funny. Jazz educators, me included, always like to talk about harmony, chords, voicings, and melody, scales, and arpeggios, and their relationship. But rarely do we talk about rhythm. I'm not sure why this is, because the reality is, as I just stated, harmony and melody without rhythm remain sound, just sound. They never become music. I've said this before in previous podcast episodes that if rhythm could speak, if rhythm could talk, it would say to melody and harmony, you both know it, I know it and you know it, that you all desperately need me. You guys may get all all the attention. Everyone loves to talk about the two of you, like all the time. It's nauseating. But you both know that without me, you're nothing. It's too funny, right? And yet so true. So last week, I added a rhythm challenge to the harmonic workout that utilized simple but yet incredibly important whole note, half note, and quarter note rhythms that you needed to use when playing the voicings over the 2-5-1 progression. Now, I also stress the importance of doing the entire workout and not just simply jumping to the rhythm exercises, right? In other words, you have to have a functional command of the voicings before you can begin applying rhythm to them. As I like to say, You have to bake a cake before you decorate the cake. So don't jump in to decorating the voicings with rhythm before you've baked your voicings long enough through the exercises so that you can actually play them. Okay, so all of this harmonic talk, because you're probably thinking, wait a minute, I thought this was a, a melodic workout. But all of this harmonic talk is simply my preface to the main event for today, which is, of course, our key of F major melodic workout. So just as I did last with last week's episode on the harmonic workout for the key of F, I am adding a rhythmic dimension to our melodic workout today. And just like last week, our rhythms will remain simple, using only whole notes, half notes, and quarter notes. But before we jump to the melodic lines that we will be playing over the 2-5-1 progression, I want to stress the importance of doing the entire workout. All 24 exercises, right? Bake the cake before you decorate the cake. So you will find in your Lead Sheets podcast packet as you did last month with our Key of C major melodic workout, all 24 exercises laid out for you in the Key of F. So let's just do a quick review of these 24 exercises. Exercises 1 through 4, modes, ascending root position. 
plus the first, second, and third inversions. Okay? Exercises five through eight modes again descending from root position plus first, second, and third inversion. Exercises nine through 12, arpeggios ascending root position plus the first, second, and third inversion. And exercises 13 through 16, arpeggios descending in root position from root position and first, second, third inversion. Exercise 17, 251, ascending scale motion. Exercise 18, 251, descending scale motion. Exercise 19, ascending arpeggio motion. Exercise 20, 251, descending arpeggio motion. Then exercise 21 and 22 explored the 25, I'm sorry, 36251 progression, ascending and descending using scale motion. And exercises 23 and 24 explored the 36251 progression using ascending and descending arpeggio motion. So 24 very thorough exercises to explore the modes of the key, right? The, the modes of the key using ascending and descending scale and arpeggio motion. So after you have thoroughly completed your workout of these 24 exercises, which may take several days or heck, it may take several weeks, then you can turn your attention to playing exercise 25, which is now included in your packet, your lead sheets packet, which challenges you with 12 melodic lines using fundamental whole, half, and quarter note rhythms. So the educational agenda for today is as follows. Number one, we are going to explore the key of F major melodically. Number two, we are going to play 12 melodic ideas using ascending and descending scale and arpeggio motion. Number three, all melodic ideas will be applied to the 2-5-1 progression in the key of F major, G minor 7 to C dominant 7 to F major 7. All melodic ideas, number four, all melodic ideas will be played using the same relaxed bossa groove from last week's harmonic workout. And that was a tempo of 110. Number five, all melodic lines will be played using five treatments, harmonic treatments or melodic treatments. And those five are single note, number two, unison, unison octaves, right-hand octaves with added fourth or fifth, kind of a red garland style, traditional locked hand style, like a George Shearing style, and contemporary chordal shapes, which would be like a Herbie Hancock style. Now, you do not, and I repeat, you do not have to play these melodic lines using all five treatments. In fact, focus primarily on the single note treatment, the very first one. It is by far the most important of them all. I am simply presenting the other four treatments for all of the listeners who are overachievers and for all the listeners who already have some pretty advanced skills. So do not freak out. Stick with the single note treatment of the melodic lines. But if you are curious and want to know more about how to treat melodic lines in each of the five ways that I am going to demonstrate that I'm going to play today, then check out the podcast episodes I did back on August 18th, 25th, and September 1st and 8th of 2020. I go through each of these treatment types for minor, dominant, and major chords plus the 251 progression. So check them check out those episodes again. August 18th, August 25th, September 1st, September 8th of 2020. Okay, before we go any further, if you are a jazz piano skills member, I want you to hit the pause button right now. Take a few minutes to download and print 
the, the uh, podcast packets, the illustrations, and the lead sheets. You have access, again, you have, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, you have access to all of these podcast packets, and you should absolutely be using them and referencing them when listening to this podcast. And, of course, you should be using them when practicing as well. So if you are listening to this podcast on any of the popular podcast directories, such as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple, Google, Amazon, and so on, then be sure to go to jazzpanelskillspodcast.com. Go directly to the Jazz Panel Skills Podcast website, and you will find the download links in the show notes, okay? And one final but extremely very important note, that if you are thinking, if you're listening right now and you are thinking that the key of F major melodic workout and the various skills that we are about to discover, learn, and play If you think all of this is over your head, then I would say to you, sit back, relax, and continue to listen. Continue to grow your jazz piano skills intellectually by listening to this podcast episode. All skills are over our heads when first introduced, and that is precisely why the very first step we need to take in order to improve our musicianship is to simply listen. Do not shy away from conversations discussing foreign topics or using unfamiliar terms. Stepping outside of our musical comfort zone spawns significant growth. As y'all have heard me say a million times, all musical growth begins upstairs, mentally, conceptually, before it can come out downstairs, physically, in your hands. So listen to this podcast lesson now to discover and learn, right? The play, as always, will come in time. I guarantee it. Okay, so hopefully you have exercise 25 in front of you from your podcast packets, the lead sheets, exercise 25. And you'll notice there right away, there are 12 melodic ideas that we're going to explore today played over the 2-5-1 progression, and played using simple whole note, half note, and quarter note rhythms. And you'll notice, too, the, the uh, 12 melodic ideas are labeled using letters, A through L. And uh, we're going to go just through each one of these, and I'm going to play each one. It, again, each one is a four-measure uh, uh, length, four measures in length, the two chord for one measure, the five chord for one measure, and the major chord, the one chord, for two measures. Just the same format that we used last week with the harmonic workout. And we're going to use the same groove, too, right? The bossa nova groove at 110. So look at uh, melody letter A. And pretty simple, right? Whole note G. Right? It's just that simple. And now you're going to hear me play that melody a couple times using just a single a melodic, single note melodic line. Then you'll hear me double it up in octaves, kind of like an Oscar Peterson style. All right, and I'll play that a couple times. Then the octave, the, the octave in the right hand with the fifth or fourth in the middle, kind of like Red Garland. Then traditional block, uh, block treatment, like a George Shearing would do. And then I'm going to harmonize or treat that melody using chordal type voicings. And that would sound something like this. Right, all of them very pretty. And as I mentioned earlier. The first one is the most important one, right? The single note treatment. So if that's where you are, that is 100% fine. If you, like I mentioned, if you're a little more advanced and you want to apply some of these other ways to treat the melody, it's a great way to build that into your practicing as well. So here we go. Let's bring the ensemble in and let's check this out. Melodic line, letter A, simple whole note, half note, quarter note rhythms. Here we go. Check it out. 
So what just happened there, right? Whole note for the two chord, literally a whole note off of the uh, off the root. <laughs> I had to double check. <laughs> My eyes are going bad, man. So yes, a whole note off the root, and then uh, scale motion on the five chord. Scale motion on the five chord, starting from the the sixth of the sound all the way up to the ninth and then resolving to a whole note on the F major 7. Just that simple, and it's a beautiful little melody, right? So now let's look at letter B. Again, we start with a whole note on our 2 chord. And we're going to use arpeggio motion, straight arpeggio motion coming down that C dominant 7. And then resolve it to the 6th of the F major. Again, another very pretty melody, and we're just using whole notes and quarter notes. We don't, we're not even using half notes in the first two, in the first two rhythmic uh, melodic lines. So let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's check it out and see what we think. Here we go. shabby, right? And it just goes to show that melodic lines using simple rhythms can be very beautiful. Now, when you're playing these melodic lines and these ideas, you should play them beautifully, right? Play them musically. It's music. These are legit musical ideas that one could either compose or improvise, right? So with letter C, we move on. Letter C, we have um, scale motion coming down our G minor, starting from the fifth of the sound. And we're going to continue descending using arpeggio motion. That's like a C dominant seven in third inversion. And then continue to resolve that right down to the third of the F major seven. So it sounds like this. Lovely. So let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's place this in a musical context and let's see what we think. Here we go. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, on to melodic idea number four, letter D. Here's what it sounds like. Okay. Now, so what's happening here? We have scale motion on our G minor, A to B flat, straight scale motion. Now, if it's a half note on that A, followed by a quarter rest, followed by a quarter note with the B flat. But nevertheless, those two notes, I want you to see those two notes as scale motion. We continue our scale motion on our C dominant with our C, our D, and our E, even though there's a quarter rest on count three separating those, those notes. Followed by arpeggio motion, our F major 7, utilizing first inversion. And that's really how I want you looking at each of these exercises, looking at each measure and deciphering whether, oh, we have scale motion in measure 1, we got scale motion in measure 2. Look at descending arpeggio motion in first inversion in measure 3. Once you start seeing these melodic lines as the, as the scales and arpeggios that you've been practicing, all right, so let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check it out. Let's see what we think of this beautiful melodic line when placed into a musical context, into a musical setting. Here we go. Check it out. Absolutely beautiful. All right, let's look at melodic line letter E. And just by a glance, right, just looking at that line, you can see it's descending scale motion all the way through our 2-5-1 progression. We have some ties in there to deal with in each of those measures. But it's descending scale motion. And it sounds like this. Beautiful. So let's let's place this into our bossa nova context and let's see what we think. And I want you to follow along and listen and hear that cascading or that descending scale motion starting from the fifth of our G minor, working all the way through that the scale, all the way through the scale. Okay, here we go. Check it out.
play straight scale motion, but apply rhythmic uh, patterns to that scale. And all of a sudden, it doesn't sound so much like a scale anymore, does it? But I want you to see it that way. See it for what it really is. Okay, so let's move on to melodic line letter F. Let me play it for you first. That's it. So let's let's do a little quick analysis. First of all, I want you to notice you don't come in on count one. You don't come in on count two. Your melodic line actually starts on count three of the measure. And right away, by just looking at it, you can see that we have scale motion. Again, starting from our root, descending to the F, to the seventh of the scale, or the sound. And then to the C dominant, what's going on there? That's arpeggio motion. C dominant, arpeggio motion in second inversion. Right? It's a second inversion of C dominant 7. And then we're right into scale motion using half notes, descending half notes on our F major 7, from the 3rd to the ninth to the root to the 7th. So let's uh, place this into our bossa nova context. Let's take a listen and see what we think. Here we go. We've completed six of our melodic ideas for today. So let's move on to letter G, melodic line, letter G. Here's how it sounds. Okay, so what's, what's happening here? Well, first of all, you can look at uh, the, the two chord, and you can see right away scale motion. G, A to B flat, followed by arpeggio motion from the B flat to the D. It's almost kind of like, it's like a little minor fragment from a minor pentatonic scale, which is a combination of scale. Pentatonic scales are combinations of scale and arpeggio motion. And here's a perfect example of it. We have scale motion on counts one, two, and three, followed by arpeggio motion from three to count four. Now, what's happening on our C dominant 7 and our F major 7? Check this out. This is a scale motion, scale, a, a descending scale motion using thirds or arpeggios, right? So it sounds like this. So the sound really is this. but we're dropping those thirds in there, coming down through the scale in thirds. It's beautiful. So let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's listen to this melodic line, letter G, in a bossa nova context and see what we think. Here we go. Check it out.
so far so good. Every single one of these melodic ideas, every, one, every single one of these melodic lines sounds fantastic, especially when you place it into a musical setting, a musical context. You play it with the proper feel, the proper articulation in time. These sound fantastic. And again, we're just using whole notes and half notes and quarter notes, no syncopation, no eighth notes, no dotted rhythms, no approach tones, no encircling, no neighboring tones, nothing fancy schmancy, right? This is whole notes, half notes, quarter notes. And you're finding out you can create a lot of melodic, you can create a lot of music with these, with these rhythms, right? So look at, look at letter H, melodic line letter H. Can't get much simpler than this, folks, right? Half notes all the way through the 2-5-1 progression. <laughs> you cannot get simpler than that. We're starting on, literally starting on the 7th of the G minor, and we're coming right down, right? Using, uh, I, the, the way I'm seeing that is, is just in thirds, right? These are just thirds going all the way down, right through the sound, and then it finally resolves. So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check out this beautiful, very simple, descending melodic idea. Beautiful. Check it out. So simple, yet so beautiful, right? All right, let's move on to melodic line letter I. This uh, a little bit trickier, right? We have some counting, some serious counting we have to do. You can see there's quite a bit of use of uh, quarter rest in this melodic line. We have our quarter notes, half notes, no whole notes, uh, but we uh, don't come in till count four of measure one on our two chord. Listen to this. I like it. So let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's drop this into our bossa nova context and see what we think. Count, follow along. Here we go.
Okay, three more melodic ideas to explore. So let's move on to melodic line letter J. And here's what it sounds like. So what's happening? Well, a lot of scale motion, right? Scale motion in measure one on the two chord, A to G. Scale motion on the five chord on the C7 from E to D. And then scale motion, a long scale motion line on our one chord, starting on count two of measure three. All scale motion, descending scale motion measures one and two, ascending scale motions motion on measures three and four. How nice. Now, we have to count, right? We're not coming in on count one on the two chord or count one on the five chord or count one on the on the one chord, right? So pay attention, count carefully when you're playing this. Here we go. Let's check it out. Let's see what it sounds like in our musical context played with a bossa nova groove. Here we go. Very nice. All scale motion, descending, ascending scale motion. So now take a look at our melodic line letter K. Now we have all arpeggio motion, right? So look at that G minor, the two chord. It's G minor in second inversion, right? Look at uh, nothing's happening on our five chord. We have a melodic idea, a melodic note that just sustains through the entire five chord on the, on the ninth of the five chord. Then we have descending arpeggio on our F major, which is F major in second inversion. So we have a first inversion harmonic shape played melodically for our two chord, and a second, did I say first? Second inversion, sorry, second inversion melodic shape for our two chord, second inversion melodic shape for our one chord. It's very nice. But you know what's interesting? When you place these um, chords in inversions, you actually end up creating combinations of arpeggio and scale motion. For instance, look at measure one on that two chord from D to F, that's arpeggio motion. F to G, scale motion. G to B flat, arpeggio motion. But I'm seeing all four of those notes in the context in, in relationship to that G minor seven. So that's a G minor seven chord in second inversion. And the same goes for our F major chord, right? A down to F, arpeggio motion. F to E, scale motion. E to C, arpeggio motion. But I see those four notes as my F major 7 chord in second inversion. So let's bring the ensemble in. Let's check this out and see what we think. Here we go.
right, we are down to our last melodic line. So look at letter L, melodic line letter L. What in the world is happening? You can see a long linear ascending line, right? Through our two, through our five, through our one. All quarter notes, no half notes, no whole notes, no silence. And the interval looks a little wacky, right? That's because we're not moving in any thirds. These are all fourths, right? Going G minor, C7, all fourths, F major. Then we come down, resolve it. That's it. We have Finally, we have rest on counts three and four of the, of the last measure. So we're moving in arpeggio motion, but not our typical arpeggio motion, right? We're moving in using intervals of a fourth as opposed to the typical use of the third. So let's bring our ensemble in and let's check out and let's check this out and see what this what what this sounds like as we drop it into our bossa nova context. Here we go. Let's check it out. fascinating melodic lines played over 2-5-1 progression using whole notes, half notes, and quarter notes only. It's a great workout. It's a great way to begin developing some improvisational ideas and, uh, and an understanding of how melodic lines are constructed, whether composed or improvised, makes no difference. 12. We have packed, with those 12, we have unpacked a ton of information, right? As we do with each and every podcast episode, and today was certainly no exception as we explored a key of F major melodic workout. And I cannot stress to you enough how important it is that you spend time becoming familiar with the 24... 24 exercises before this 25th exercise, right, that deal with all the melodic shapes, the scales and arpeggios, the diatonic melodic shapes, scales and arpeggios of the key of F major. And having a command of ascending and descending scale motion within the framework of a key, the modes, is a huge step towards developing mature improvisational skills. And likewise, having a command of ascending and descending arpeggio motion outlining the harmonic shapes of a key is equally important. Then being able to easily apply the ascending and descending scale and arpeggio shapes of a key to common chord progressions within the key, such as the 2-5-1 progression, it's a big-time jazz piano skill that must be strategically studied and practiced as we did today if you are serious about becoming an accomplished jazz pianist. Now, combine last week's key of F major harmonic workout with this week's key of F major melodic workout, and 
you have something, right? You have an incredible one-two punch, as I like to say, that will have you well on your way to mastering the key of F major. And not only that, it will continue to solidify a practice blueprint, a blueprint that you can use, that you can replicate from key to key to key, which is exactly what we are going to do throughout the entire year of 2022. Now, I said it last week, and I want to stress it again today. If you hang in there with me this year, you are going to experience a ton of jazz piano growth. You will love where you are musically a year from now. That's 100% certain. Once again, I want to encourage you to use the podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, and the play-alongs to guide you as you do your workouts harmonically and melodically. As you have heard me say over and over and over and over and over and over again, conceptual understanding determines your physical development. So spend time studying the podcast packets, the illustrations, and the lead sheets. Right? Spend time mapping out the melodic exercise. All this study time away from the instrument pays huge dividends. The return on your investment cannot be adequately expressed. And always... Probably and, and most importantly, quite honestly, be patient. Developing mature professional jazz piano skills takes time. Begin structuring your practicing, utilizing the approaches that I have outlined for you today with this melodic workout and last week with the harmonic workout. Begin structuring your practicing accordingly using these demonstrations and exercises that I modeled for you in this podcast episode. And you will begin to see, you will begin to feel, and you will begin to hear your musical progress. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson exploring a key of F major melodic workout to be insightful and, of course, beneficial. Don't forget, if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, I will see you online Thursday evening at the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass, 8 p.m. Central Time, to discuss this podcast episode lesson exploring the key of F major melodic workout in greater detail, and of course, to answer any question that you may have about the study of jazz in general. Likewise, be sure to use the educational podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, the play-alongs, for this podcast episode, as well as the Jazz Piano Skills courses to maximize your musical growth. Also, make sure that you are an active participant in the Jazz Piano Skills community. Get out there, get involved, contribute to the various forums, and most importantly, make some new jazz piano friends. Always a great thing to do. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972 972- 380-8050. My office extension is 211. By email, Dr. Lawrence, that's drlawrence at jazzpanelskills.com, or by SpeakPipe, which is a handy little widget found throughout the Jazz Panel Skills website. Well, there, there's my cue. That's it for now. And until next week, enjoy your key of F major melodic workout. And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.